This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled to have you join us today. Will you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, today I want you to laugh. I want to pray with you. We want to encourage you. Today is all about strengthening your marriage. Maybe your marriage is going through some difficult days. Well, I want you to know you've tuned in on the right day here at Equip. God sees you. He loves you and wants to see your marriage make it. And I don't care how desperate your situation is. I believe that our God is greater and his grace is truly amazing. Maybe you're tuning in and you're thinking to yourself, how did he know my marriage is facing some challenges? Well, all I'll say is that God knows and he knew exactly where you need to be at this time. So I'm going to give you the phone number 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE. 675. Love to be your prayer partner today and just to encourage you. Speaking of marriage and family, it's always so encouraging when you find a marriage or a family that can inspire you, that can make you laugh, that can encourage you. And occasionally those families come along and they capture not only uh, our hearts and minds, but uh, nationally, they capture hearts and minds of men and women across the country. Well, Such was the case uh, back in 2012 when the show Duck Dynasty got launched on A&E. I was a huge Duck Dynasty fan, still am a huge Duck Dynasty fan. Uh, I found myself laughing and uh, watching their uh, uh, escapades and all of the family shenanigans. And I loved the way every episode ended around a meal and uh, and with prayer. And uh, we all fell in love with Phil and Kay Robertson and the rest of the Robertson clan. And I am so excited today to have their uh, eldest son on with me. Al Robertson is joining me. Al is the uh, oldest uh, son, as I stated. Uh, Phil and Miss Kay Robertson, the patriarch and matriarch of the famous Duck Dynasty clan. He pastored, Al pastored, for over 22 years uh, at White's uh, Ferry Road Church in West Monroe, Louisiana, before leaving to return to the family business, Duck Commander, and to appear on the show. Al has written a couple of books along with his wife, Lisa, uh, one of which I really want to commend to you today. It's called A New Season, about uh, their life and marriage. also want to mention to you uh, the phenomenal podcast. I love it, The Unashamed Truth Podcast. It's the Unashamed Podcast. 
Uh, you can find out more at our website. And also there's a movie coming out. We're going to talk about the blind movie that captures the life story of Phil and Miss Kay. Al's joining me now. Hey, Al, how are you? Hey, Chris, doing great, brother. Glad to have, glad to be on with you. Man, it's great to have you on, and I appreciate you being willing to stop by to help to encourage marriages and families and just to testify the goodness of Jesus. And again, friends, uh, if you want prayer, you want encouragement, men and women, give us a call, 877-548-3675, maybe for your marriage or maybe for the marriage of a friend or your children, a family member that you love, that you really want to see encouraged, 877-548-3675. What was it, Al, do you think that caused America to fall in love with your parents and with the family? I mean, I mean people from across the board, folks that are white-collar executives, folks that are common everyday folks, folks in the city, Folks in rural areas, over 11.8 million people watching the show. What was it? You know, it's uh, that's kind of the, uh, <laughs> I guess that's the million-dollar question because um, I think they've tried to find somebody like it uh, since, but it was, it was very unique, Chris, in the sense that, you know, reality TV at that time was, you know, it's, it's still, you know, a genre, but it wasn't as big as yes. it was back then. And they were really looking kind of for just crazy scenarios, crazy people. And Alaska and Louisiana were kind of hotbeds of crazy people, I guess. And so, <laughs> so they, uh, you know, they, they ran across us because we had a show that was on the outdoor channel, <clears throat> but it was a hunting show. It wasn't really a reality show, but there were some reality elements. And of course we were still, yeah. you know, doing a duck hall business, but they saw something uh, the producers in, in our family that, that intrigued them. And, and to be honest with you, I don't think they at all knew the real thing behind it. And that was that, you know, we were so God centered. And, uh, and so that I think came through, even though, uh, it wasn't a religious show. It wasn't even a spiritual show in that sense. It was a funny show about a family, but it came through because of what God was doing in our lives. And so I think that's what was a big part of it, especially to believers. I think to non-believers, it just felt like Americana, like a, you know, a family that of all things came up with a duck call, which most people <laughs> wouldn't even know there were duck calls, you know? Yeah. And yet they, and yet we work together and we have fun together and we can laugh and we can kid each other. And so I think America saw themselves through our show uh, everybody has a crazy uncle or a crazy aunt, <laughs> you know, everybody's got a dad that yeah, just, you know, will tell yeah. you exactly what needs to happen. And so I, I just think it was a relate relationship thing. And you mentioned it in your intro that that prayer at the end and that, that little voiceover was a really, it, it was a common thing with people. And I think they love that. I think America, you know, in some senses has lost that. And so I think it was a reminder. And of course, you know, obviously we got an evil one out there working against us. So it didn't take yes. long to be divisive with it, but I still think it rings true to people because it's a generational show that you can have grandma, grandpa, their children, and then their grandchildren all watching it and enjoying it. And you don't have many shows like that. Andy Griffin, there's a show like that. There's just not many shows that can cross over generations and be fun yeah and not be something that, you know, you have to hide people's ears over. You know, even though they call it reality TV, most reality shows I think of, I think not only dysfunction, but I think, man, I don't, this doesn't feel real. 
when I think of Duck Dynasty, the number one word that comes to mind is genuine. Like, yeah. this just seems like who they are, right? Like, the cameras are rolling, but it seems like Phil is Phil, Miss K is Miss K. In some ways, they could care less if the cameras are rolling. And uh, that's just the feeling that you got uh, when you watch the show. Talk a little bit about the Unashamed podcast, because uh, uh, that is really, really powerful. One of my favorites. You know, it's it's interesting, Chris, because it's really been kind of just an extension of why people love the show, except obviously now we're into just, you know, heavy Bible study. But we always do it the same way we were on the show. We still have fun. We still talk about what's going on in our lives. We have interesting guests on. Uh, we still, you know, tell funny stories. And, you know, I throw Jason under the bus as much as possible. <laughs> you know, it's just the way we are. But, you know, uh, what? how it came to be was that of all people, Dad, post-Duck Dynasty, was the first person to have another show. Uh, he got He was on Blaze TV. Uh, mm. At that time, it was CRTV, and it was called In the Woods with Phil. And it was just a little video blog type show. It was all digital. And it was just basically seven to 10 minutes of him being out in the woods and giving you his uh, philosophy, as we call it, yeah. uh, of, of how he sees things. And so when the the guys at Blaze and then my cousin and I were producing the show, we just started a little production company and thought, well, this will be great. Dad can just keep doing his thing. And then they asked us about doing a podcast. And I, to be honest with you, I didn't know a lot about podcasts because that's more my my kids' genre than mine. You know, I'm more yeah. of a radio guy. And so, uh, you know, when I started looking into it, I thought, well, you know, this is a really cool format. And, I, you know, so I assume because they were a conservative political group that they wanted us to do politics. But they were like, no, we got guys for that. We'd like you guys to do Bible. You think you could do Bible? And I was like, can we do Bible? Can we do Bible? I mean, we were born for Bible. So there's between the four of us, between Zach, uh, my cousin, and Jace, and myself and dad, uh, we have about 120 years of combined experience of teaching God's (laughs) Word through the years. So we love it. We get into the Word. Uh, It's been life-changing for a lot of people. Uh, and again, that's not because of us. That's because of the content. So it's been a real joy. We love doing it. It's, it keeps us together. Uh, Jason yes. and I are always studying and talking. You know, we're going to study until the Lord takes us home. So it's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, let's talk about uh, marriage. Uh, one of the big things I wanted to do today, having you on, is to talk about the movie The Blind. We'll get into that. And uh, I, I would love to even have you share uh, some about you and Lisa's journey as well. But um, so much of your family is defined by faith. And when you see a successful family, you can make the false assumption it's always been this way. Um, But it hasn't always been that way. And one of the things the movie brings out is the fact that there's kind of a B.C. and A.D. to uh, your your family story. Talk a little bit about what life was like for Miss Kay and Phil before Christ. And um, we'll get into then how Christ changed everything. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, We were a little bit different probably from uh, a lot of people on television that were just kind of what I would call quote-unquote normal people, not actors, in that we were pretty open early uh, when we started writing books and things like that about our mistakes and our faults. And uh, Dad did that with his first book, and he just told his story. And, of course, that included Mom's story as well, and which later, of course, became the, the thesis for the movie. 
uh, that again has had a huge impact on people and mainly just by saying it, it, you know, we, they started out in a terrible way. They, um, dad, you know, out of college was drinking and really just not there for us. I mean, mom had three boys and she's trying to figure out how to raise them just like so many, you know, families out there. Uh, I'm sure people even listening to your show today, you know, you just get into those situations where someone follows the wrong path. And of course it, it's so destructive on family. And so that, that was our case. And until uh, first mom surrendered just because she had nowhere else to turn except to Christ. Uh, and that made it actually harder for her instead of easier because now she's got an active person, you know, her husband who's now resenting her for her trying to turn to God and do something better. And so for that last year uh, before they split up, it was a really rough time. Of course, yeah. the movie portrays it uh, and, you know, watching it for even for me, you know, cause I was 10 years old when everything went down. So I have, you know, full memory of everything before my brothers were younger so they don't quite have the memories that I do of the man dad was before. But I think that's why I love him so much and respect him so much now is because, you know, he really went from one of the biggest heathens in North Louisiana to John the Baptist overnight. And, wow. uh, and, and that transformation uh, not only had an impact on us, but has had an impact on the kingdom. And in the movie, uh, my aunt Jan, who's Zach's mom, who now does podcasts with us, and she's uh, she's crossed over and waiting the resurrection. But she she's the one that said, if we can get my brother turned around, he'll lead thousands to Christ. And mm. and she was right. Mm. And uh, but what that did, obviously, for mom and dad's marriage was now all of a sudden he could he could trust he could you know, he could be the husband he need to be. He yes. could have a clarity and focus. And, you know, that's what started our duck call business. So, you know, their marriage has grown through that process. And you mentioned, you know, 12 million people. Uh, the most successful episode we ever had was the one about their past and their life. So even be way before the movie was made, uh, Duck yes. Dynasty even showed that, you know, the idea that 50 years uh, is not easy for any couple to reach together. Uh, should they live that long? And you're going to live through some tough times to be able to do that. Well, you, your parents got got that 50 years. You and Lisa, 38, if I'm right. Um, Thir and 39, 39, 39, yeah. 39 and counting. And so praise God. Praise God for people who are real, who are honest, who can stand before us and, and admit the scriptures are right. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But I think of that song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. It saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. You can experience that amazing grace as well. Maybe you're listening right now. You say, our marriage is toe up from the flow up. We have challenges and problems. Um, I want you to know God is greater. And if he could do it for Phil and Miss Kay, if he could do it for Alan Lisa, he can do it for you. Phone number 877-548-3675. Taking your calls next up on Equip with Chris Brooks. Knowing the Bible is essential for a vibrant life in Christ. I want to equip you to live each day grounded in God's Word. That's why I've chosen the book Memorizing Scripture by Glenna Marshall as our impact gift this month. Discover memorization techniques that work for you and learn how to truly meditate on God's Word every day. This book can be yours with a gift of any amount. Simply call 888-644-4144 or visit us at equipradio.org.
Well, I don't even know where to start. The first thing I'd say is, from the time I was 14 years old, I loved you. And we've been through some good times and some hard times. I loved you when we were poor and you were not so nice. Now you're really nice and kind. And all I can say about that is, I'm not going anywhere. That's good to know. I will love you forever. That's Miss Kay and Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Joining me today is Al Robertson, the oldest son of Phil and Miss Kay. And uh, we're excited about the movie. Uh, the movie's out. We have links to uh, the website, and you can find out more about the Blind movie that chronicles their uh, marriage, their life, uh, and the impact of, uh, man, transformation that Christ can have on a person's life. Maybe today your marriage is in need of prayer. Maybe you know what it's like, as Miss Kay said, to have some good days and some not-so-good days. And maybe right now you're in the not-so-good-days part. Um, one of the big messages that Al and I want you to know is that uh, God's grace is truly amazing. And uh, if you trust him, I am confident that he can guide you even through the most difficult of situations. Al, uh, so many are calling. I want to go to the phone line, if you don't mind. Uh, Dami Lola, I think I pronounced that right. And if not, please forgive me, from Springfield, Illinois. Pronounce your name for me. I want to make sure I say it right. You did say it right, sir. Dami Lola. Okay, Dami Lola. How can we pray for you today, Dami Lola? Oh, thank you, Mr. Chris. Um, please, I need two different prayer requests, and one is that my household um, will thrive more in putting God first because we are a Christian family, and uh, okay. Christ has saved us by grace and we're grateful and but we want to seek his seek his kingdom first and his righteousness more than anything in our life that's one and also second is that i want you to pray for us in my marriage that god would um, change our vision to his regarding how we handle um, situations when it comes to planning for the family and not fight each other, but to fight the problems mm, and ask mm, God's wisdom mm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, Dami Lola, thank you so much for calling. I think both of those, uh, Al, are great prayer requests. Every family that's a follower of Christ should be praying to put God first in all things and for marriage to not be a battle, uh, but a team. Would you be willing to uh, pray, uh, Al? Absolutely. And, and I, I was thinking she was so right because someone said a long time ago, it's like a tennis match, but you're not playing singles, you're playing doubles because you're on the same side of the net and your enemy is on the other side. So I love the way Dami Lola put that. Uh, but yeah, I would love to have prayer for her. Father, uh, I just want to come to you and, and I pray for Dami Lola. I pray for her husband. I pray for their family. Um, she is desiring that both of them would seek you first uh, in their marriage and in their individual lives. And I pray that that will happen. I pray, Father, that you will uh, put a hedge of protection around their hearts and around their marriage and around their family uh, to keep the evil one uh, away 
as uh, as we know, he loves to wreak havoc, especially in our relationships. So uh, help them, Father, with that vision to see you first and for your will to be done in their marriage and in their lives. So bless them today in a powerful way. And others who are probably praying that same prayer, I pray a blessing on them as well. And I pray it through Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Damalola, for uh, giving us a call. Um, we're going to go to more calls in just a moment, but I want to ask you this, Al. Why do you think the blind movie is so important right now? I think about even folks that are calling in. Uh, I think about what's happening in our culture around us. Why do you think the blind is so important for this moment? You know, I think we're in a period where people, you know, we're kind of every generation that comes along seems like it wasn't quite as strong as the last one in terms of their fortitude. I think a movie like The Blind, even though it's set, you know, 60, 50, 60 years ago and it's in its beginning is a great reminder to show us that making it through hard times and making a decision to work through something and be stronger on the back end of it is timeless. Um, Nobody wants to be divorced. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody wants to uh, have, have struggles, not be able to face things together. People, people in their heart of hearts want to be able to finish something. And so I think it's very timely in its messaging. It also shows you that we can't handle things on our own. We need more. We need something bigger than ourselves to help us and to guide us. And and just like the the caller uh, was talking about her relationship, you need that. And I think dad was a perfect image of that. He was, he had everything going for him. He was a college athlete. He was a good looking man. You know, he had all these talents. He had leadership opportunities and people loved to follow him, but he didn't have God in his life. And so ultimately when it became about him, it came crashing down on top of him Mm -hmm. and he lost everything Mm -hmm. that mattered to him. And I think that's an image all of us always need to remember no matter what we think we have in and of ourselves, if we don't have something bigger than that to guide us, then, then things will fail and uh, it'll become about us. And that's all the people you care about in relationships. So it's a very humbling thing uh, to get to a point like my dad did in the film and in real life where you just look around and everything you cared about is gone because you became so self-centered. And the only thing you can do in that moment is cry out. Uh, and, and, and you need that help. And I've experienced that in my own life. And so has my wife. So, you know, it's those moments where you find that desperation, then you can find something better. I want you to, if you could, let's pray Al, for Robert. He's in Hobart, Indiana. Robert, uh, couldn't stay uh, on the line. Uh, but he called in says, I got to get back into work, but could you please, ask Al to pray for me and my wife, Lori. We've been struggling in our marriage over some past sins and mistakes, and uh, he wants prayer. Can we pray for Robert? Absolutely. I'd love to. Uh, Father, I just I want to come to you on, on Robert's behalf, and we're just grateful that he, he took the time to call in today. And it sounds like that he's having that own, that his own moment, like I just described, where he's reaching out to you and to others to say, you know, I want things to be better. And uh, what he brought up with he and Lori is is so it's such a tool uh, of the evil one and even our own hurts uh, to not be able to let go of things from our past. And we're, we all realize we fall short. We make mistakes. But we know, Father, that at the core of who you are in your relationship with us, forgiveness and then living that forgiveness 
is the key to everything. So I pray for that, for this couple. I pray for a spirit of forgiveness. I pray for a spirit, Father, that says we don't want to use anything in our past to harm our, our living today and our future. And so help this couple be able to find that, to find that peace that only comes from your forgiveness to us. And then when we extend that to those around us, so bless them today in a powerful way uh, to find that, to be able to let go of those past hurts. Uh, and I pray this, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Robert, for giving us a call. I, You know, one of the things that I want to, uh, that I find so amazing, I'll put it that way, and we're up against a break, but I just love, would love for you to comment on this. Uh, I heard your dad's testimony, and one of the things he says is that no one had ever shared the gospel with him. And I think that so often we assume, like I, every Christian I know would say, yes, Jesus makes a difference. And I think we just kind of assume that everyone in America has already heard the gospel, but it's important in particular that when we're meeting people who are having family problems or, or life is falling apart, that we not assume that they know Jesus. Uh, right. it, it's just critical. It just blows me away that your dad went that long before somebody shared the gospel with him. Yeah. He always said, he said, you know, he didn't even know really what the word meant. And, uh, when this man, Bill Smith, who wound up being his mentor and mine later said, you know, Phil, let me just share what Jesus has done for you. And he asked me, he said, do you know what the word gospel means? And he said, you mean like gospel music? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know what that means at all. And he said, it means good news. And let me, let me tell you that, but let me tell you about the bad news first. You know, and so wow. that's what led him into wow. that conversation. But you're so right. People are living bad news lives and they don't know what the good news is to escape and to come out of it. And so we can yes. assume that that yes. needs to be our first conversation with anybody we uh, run into. Apart from him, we can do nothing. That's the bad news. But the good news is he says to all of us, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I give you rest. And here's what we have as an opportunity today. We get to take him up on that offer. And today I want to encourage you to do so. If today you know you need a relationship with Jesus Christ, I would love for you to give us a call. Uh, it would be Al and I's great joy to pray with you. Go to our website, equipradio.org. We'll be right back. Oh, my goodness. Isn't this beautiful? Look at that view, Phil. Look at it out there. Look. Look at it. Well, when Miss Kay gets excited about something, every 10 seconds, she's saying, Phil, look at this. Look at the water out there. Phil, look at that. Look at the palm trees. Phil, look over here. Look at it. Phil, look at that. Look at that view. Good night. Look at this. Look, that's a real flower. Well, look at this. Look at that ocean. And look at these things I've discovered. Look, Phil, a pre-gift. I'm trying to look at what she's saying, look at. Look at me. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah. Good bed, Miss Kate. Phil and I have never vacationed together, so I can't hardly wait to spend time in tropical Hawaii. We finally got to the honeymoon place of the world, didn't we? You betcha, Miss Kate. Palm this trees, is big time honeymoon flowers. here. Hey, hey, you can watch TV anytime. Look, you can't see a picture like this. This is not just a vacation with Phil. It's kind of like our honeymoon we never got to have. We never had a honeymoon? No, we didn't. Most people, when they run off, they just don't do a honeymoon. Plus, we had no money. We were poor. 
Let's Never see anything so pretty. See if you can find uh, the old 007 on steroids. What's the name? The old <laughs> Bourne. No, Phil. Jason Bourne. He's kind of a cross between MacGyver and James Bond. Born legacy, the born ultimatum. He got every kind of jujitsu known to man. He can live off of things he finds in the woods. I mean, he's my kind of man. That guy, I mean, you talk about hard to kill. That sucker. Phil. Jason Bourne, the ultimate redneck, kind of like the son you never had. You know what? I can just sleep, right, with all that breeze coming in, watching those palm trees. In fact, it's just making me kind of tired right now. I got me, Miss Kay, big king-size bed, and the Bourne Marathon. Now that is the kind of vacation I like. <laughs> oh, man, you got to love the Robertsons. <laughs> that was from Duck Dynasty. I'm joined today by Al Robertson, the oldest son of Phil and Miss Kay. And, man, as you listen to that, you have to laugh, Al. Look, it's so. I mean, you you mentioned it earlier in the broadcast. It's it, that's dad. <clears throat> he did yeah. not want to go to Hawaii. You know, we were filming for the show. He did not want to go. Of course, he had to go. And uh, <laughs> and so they decided that that would be his whole storyline because that's really how he was. And so yes. you know, obviously, we were there for almost two weeks filming because it was an hour long episode. And he would not leave the room. And so finally, one day, I just, and I would go sometimes just to kind of talk and because I felt yeah. sorry for mom. But I, but I told dad, I was like, you have to get out and see some of God's creation. So I forced him one day to go to the golf course. He doesn't play golf, but the brothers, all of my brothers do. And we just made him ride around with us. Uh, and he really did yes. like it because, you know, Hawaii is yes. beautiful. And I was like, Dad, you got to get out of this room. So, yeah, it's uh, the yeah, funniest things good. are the things that are closest to true reality, which is true. Now, now you know, I, we're going to go back to the phone line. So for those of you who are on hold, please stay there. Here's, here's the connection I want to make. So often you hear, Al, the statement, opposites attract. And when I look at Miss Kay and I look at Phil, you know, they seem to be in many ways – the quintessential opposites attract. How does how do how does it work? Yeah, I think that's exactly what happens, and I think the reason why you see that so much is because you see things in other people that you either you know wish you were like or don't have any desire to be that way. But either yeah. way, being able to work that out, I think one of the tenets of marriage that's the most important is the is the concept of unity. And when you see that in Genesis 2, when he says, you know, they were you'd leave your father and mother and be united to his wife, that idea of unity yes, yes. is so important. And look, we, we're not, it's not uniformity. We're not all lockstep. We have different backgrounds, different views of the world. Dad came up very, very poor. Mom was, they were the richest family in town. I mean, albeit it was North Louisiana, you know, we wouldn't consider it wealthy today. But they had completely different backgrounds. And yet what they've been able to do by unifying and by taking that diversity and building it into what it is, is something that's beautiful. And it just, you know, the old wow. Jerry Maguire line, wow. you complete me. We don't really complete each other, but we definitely help each other by being yeah. unified. And, yeah. and God saw that as something very beautiful. And he said the two became one flesh. And so yeah. that's the beauty of marriage. Yeah. I will say this, that most of us, unfortunately, if Christ is not at work, we see our differences as competitive or combat or those yeah. things that will bring contention. 
that in Christ they can complement. Those differences are meant to complement so that we can more fully serve and glorify him. And so maybe right now you and your spouse feel like you're on opposite pages. You feel like, man, we're two ships passing in the night. We're two totally different people, different hearts. God can even bless and heal that. Let's go back to the phone lines. Ada has been listening patiently online. Ada, so grateful that you called today. Uh, How can we pray for you today? Well, thank you for taking my call, Pastor. I'm just calling to ask you all if y'all can pray for me because I'm going through some struggles. And I've been going through them for quite a while. So I'm going, I'm homeless, and I'm sick with renal failure. And I have other problems going on inside that renal failure sickness. And I'm going through a divorce with my husband, and he's an unbeliever. And he's really, really, really atheist. And this okay. makes life so much harder for me. And I are don't you know guys are do. you guys together right now, Ada? No, we're not. Okay. All right. Uh, let let I me just say this. Talk to him, but I'm not with him. Yeah. Let me say this to you. First off, it is no mistake, Miss Ada, that God had you call in today. Uh, there are no coincidences in Jesus. Uh, secondly, I want you to know this. The Bible says that God's arms are not so short that they cannot save. Uh, Here's the reality that your husband may feel like he's as far away from God as any man could be. But the message that Al and I want you and everybody who's listening to know is that God is able, that God is able if God can save a man like Phil Robertson, if he can save a man like Al Robertson, if he can save a man like Chris Brooks, as far as we were away from Jesus, as deep as we were in sin, if he could do that, he could do it for your your husband as well. And I know you got a lot of things going on in your life, but I do know this, that the Bible tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, and he is the one who gives us perfect peace. And so, Miss Ada, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that God would give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. I will encourage you towards one thing, though. I want to encourage you, in addition to keeping your eyes on him, that you need to be in a local church. You need community. If you're not already, maybe you are, but if you're not already, you need community with other believers. Right now, you should not be walking this road alone. You got God who's on your side, but you need to be reminded of that, and you need people who are on your side. So I'm going to pray for you that God would encourage your heart and give you peace. I want to encourage you towards that end. And when you see your husband, when you talk to him, just let him know that you're going to keep your eyes on Jesus. You don't have to argue about it. You don't have to uh, get into a disagreement about it. You just let him know you love him and that you're going to do your best to keep your eyes on Jesus and trust that God has a good and perfect will for your life. Father, I pray for Ada. Uh, Lord, you see her. You knew exactly this moment before it even happened, Lord. From the foundations of the world, you already created her and you had a plan and a purpose for her life. Lord, I pray that even now, she would hear you saying that you would never leave her nor forsake her. I pray even now that she would sense your, your presence. I pray that she would be drawn to your word that every time she opens your word, she'd be reminded of your character and your precious promises for her life. I also pray, Lord, that you would 
surround her with the body of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ who will love and support and walk with her. Move in her life as only you can. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. Ada, thank you so much for giving us a call. And you stay online. We're going to encourage you as well. Um, one of the things I love about the program is that even after the prayer, we can uh, continue to encourage uh, those who are listening. Um, we got a couple of minutes before a break, Al. Uh, it's hard to tell your testimony in brief, but you know we've talked a lot about uh, Miss Kay and Phil, but you and you and Lisa have had a journey as well. Thirty nine years, and that's a testimony in this day and age. But it hasn't always been rainbows and roses, has it? No, it 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 wasn't, <clears throat> and it really came out of something good, which happened so many times when mom and dad came to Christ. Our family finally had a great church. Our lives were in a good position. I had always been a good kid, and you know now I'm entering my teenage years. We have a great church, a great youth group. I had every advantage to do the right thing, uh, but like a lot of teenagers, I went dark, and I kind of mm-hmm. did it in a double secret agent way. I was in church. I was involved but my heart uh, was dark. And the, one of the most unfortunate things after I turned my back on Jesus, who's my first love is that I met Lisa and she was crazy about me. Uh, now, you know, the, my soulmate and, but I also turned my back on her. And, uh, since I was in a bad way in my heart, she needed guidance to do something better for her life. She had been abused sexually as, as a child And, of course, nobody knew that at the time, including me. And I didn't, to be honest with you, I would have even cared. But I took Mm -hmm. advantage of her. I treated her terribly. I broke her heart and sent her into the same tailspin that I was in. And so later, uh, when I would turn to Christ and my life would change, uh, ultimately, we wound up dating uh, kind of for the second go around. But we had so much baggage, you know, from our early life that we just really never dealt with. And so I got into ministry. Lisa tried her best to be, you know, good pastor's wife and do the right thing. But we just had undealt with sin and and consequences that we had never really dealt with. And it all came out uh, in a, in an affair that she had uh, 15 years into our marriage. And you know, I'm a I'm associate pastor at our church, and you can imagine what that was like. And just you know, going through the whole thing in a fishbowl, and it would have destroyed most couples. And the only reason it didn't destroy us is one, Lisa came to Christ finally for the first time in a desperate way and called on him. And that I realized I had the capacity to forgive her and for us to move forward because I had been forgiven by God. So, you know, that's for the last 24 years, uh, we've been helping other people through marriage and any other way we can uh, because we were rescued. We, we figured out what Re- that Revelation 12 was right, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and the fact we didn't love this life so much we'd shrink back from anything is what's given us the confidence and the courage to try to help other people. Well, you guys are are doing it in so many ways, and the blind movie is just another way that you guys are are being used by God to touch and impact the lives of others, the unashamed podcast, even the book, and I want to encourage folks to consider the book A New Season. We're going to take our final break, but as we prepare to go to break, I think of the words of 2 Corinthians 5. <clears throat> Verse number 1, the Apostle Paul writes these words, For we know that if, this, if, if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Praise God for that promises, promise that God 
has called us to be with himself, and he promises us everlasting life. Verse number 11 says this, Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. And I love that. You and I, who know the fear of the Lord, should be persuading others with every platform, every opportunity we have. That's what the Robertson family is all about. That's what I hope you and I will be all about as well. Find out more about the movie, about the podcast, the books, and resources. Go to our website, equipradio.org. Going to take more of your calls next up on Equip with Chris Brooks. Here on Equip, it's our goal to help listeners like you to understand and apply biblical truth to the issues we encounter in our culture, our community, and our home. But we need your help. Will you join our family of equippers by making an ongoing monthly donation to Equip? When you do, you'll have exclusive access to regular encouragement from me, as well as our Equipper webinars and other special offers. Become an Equipper today. Call 888-644-4144 or visit EquipRadio.org. Let's see, Ms. Kay, we've been running together since we were teenagers. The old blue Chevrolet, side in the back. You have cooked me many a good meal. From your loins came four healthy, godly men. You are my best friend, and I love you dearly. And I'm going to be with you for the long haul until they put me in the ground. Good? Perfect. I'm sorry to say I didn't have that when we first married. Oh, it's okay. Our marriage is living proof that love and family can get you through anything. I love that clip. And, uh, you know, maybe you're listening and, like Phil Robertson, you can say, uh, I'm not the man that I want to be, uh, that, um, maybe you can even say, I'm not a good man. I haven't been good to my wife. I've been good to my kids. I've been good to myself and certainly have been good to the Lord. The Bible says that God can make all things new. He does do that. So today, all of us have been extended the offer of grace. We just need to turn to him. I want to encourage you to do so. You call this number 888 need him. That's 888-NEED-HIM. And we pray for you and help you take your next step in your journey with Jesus. Um, Al, I, I'm so grateful for the ministry. And uh, before we just kind of land this plane, I, I want to take Andrea's call. She's been listening patiently in Indianapolis, Indiana. Andrea, thank you so much for listening to Equip. How can we pray for you today? Oh, thank you so much that I was able to get through. Um, I would like to have prayer for my husband that um, for his salvation. I've been praying for years and trusting that I've been praying actually whatever it takes, God. Um, yeah. That's a hard prayer, yeah. but uh, I trust the Lord. Yeah. So I just would like for you to join me in prayer for my husband's salvation. Sure. We'll do that right now. Al, can you pray for Andrea's husband? Absolutely. Father, I just uh, I want to come to you on Andrea's behalf uh, as her brother in Christ. And um, Father, I, I do pray that her husband um, will get to a point, uh, whatever it takes, uh, for him to want to seek who you are, what you can do uh, in his life, how you can change him for the better, and how his life can be better uh, just by knowing you. 
and uh, so many people have been where Andrea is, including myself, where you're wanting so desperately for the person you love uh, to understand why you love uh, you so much, uh, God. And so I, I just pray, Father, you'll continue to give her strength and patience uh, she goes through this process. I, I love her tears of uh, understanding uh, and love for her husband that wants him to know who you are so desperately. So give her that strength uh, to continue, as Peter said, to live out uh, this life as a believer uh, in front of her husband, uh, to be patient. But, Father, for him to come to that moment of truth and whatever it takes to get him uh, to a desperate place where he needs you, I pray that moment will come. He will seek you. And, Father, you will find him and bless him with eternal salvation. So bless him today, Father. Bless her uh, as they walk through this life. And I pray this in your name. Amen. Andrea, thank you so much for calling. We're going to keep praying for you. I do want to say this, Al. You know, so often I meet couples who uh, maybe both aren't following the Lord or maybe one comes to Christ and the other isn't. Uh, I want to just make sure it's clear that if you are the Christian in that marriage, I pray that your relationship with Christ would not make you more resentful, more judgmental, meaner, more angry. I pray that your relationship with Christ will cause you to be more loving, more gracious, more patient with that person in the marriage that is in the follower of Christ so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. First Peter 3 tells a wife that if you got a husband you're married to who's not following the word, may he be one to the word through your actions, through your uh, reverential behavior. So I pray that you would uh, just love your spouse more because of your relationship with Christ. Uh, Al, when it comes to the movie, The Blind, the Unashamed Podcast, the books, what's your ultimate hope for those who uh, check them out? You know, uh, we have basically, we never planned on, you know, being on television or, you know, we've always just, be, when the moment my family discovered Christ, uh, we had a we had a burden on us that we wanted to show other people where to find him, and so that's the way we lived our life for many years. In our case, it was a duck call business. Since that time, God saw it in His grace and wisdom to give us a bigger platform to talk about what we know, and so I think you'll see everything that we're involved in always has an ultimate goal to help people to find Jesus and understand exactly what He offers for them and for us but also to strengthen, to strengthen families, to strengthen marriages, uh, to strengthen personal walks. We all have different things in our family that, uh, you know, are meaningful to us. It may be pro-life stuff. It may be adoption. Uh, it may be marriage. But all of us have that, and we want people to know that. And so that's what all of our stuff is about. Al, so appreciative of you and and Lisa, thank God for the family, for Phil and Miss Kay. Just know we're grateful for you guys and that uh, God is using you to impact many, many lives. God bless you, brother. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate all of our friends who are supporting the program, from Aaron in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to uh, Horace in Chicago, Illinois, and Karen, our newest monthly partner in Green Acres, Florida. Thank you. Until we're together again next time. As always, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.
Hey there, folks. Chris Brooks here. You know, we're living in a time where so many believers feel disoriented or even defeated by the moral condition of our nation. But I believe we're living in exciting times as followers of Jesus Christ. We're going to learn how to face the future with confidence, equipped with scripture and compassionate answers for those we meet. I'm looking forward to taking your calls on Equip as we learn to live by faith in a real world. Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central on the Moody Radio app or EquipRadio.org.